Good afternoon, welcome to Emmett Audio. Uh, it's been a while, partly because I've been caught up in working at the tree farm and frankly enjoying a break from this, And but also partly because uh, I haven't been walking dogs in the morning. My wife has been doing that. And as I've said in the past, my, uh, my habits determine what I do. And when the circumstances change my habits, then other things that are tied to them fall by the wayside. And this is one of those things. Uh, I was at the, the hut today at the farm, tying wreaths. I tied 37 wreaths, which would have sounded impressive, but I tied 38 yesterday of larger forms. So today was a relatively light day. <clears throat> but my, my parents showed up in the afternoon to come cut a bunch of uh, brush out of the, the grove, which is very helpful. They cut the, the edge of the U-cut grove and really makes things pop out better. And my mom was recounting a story of a couple years ago at the, at the farm during, during one of the weekends when people come cut their own trees that somebody was buying a wreath and they, they asked me, you know, how long did it take me to tie this wreath? And I said something along the lines of, well, you know, at this point I've gotten it down to uh, it takes me about 10 minutes to buy a wreath and my mom said these, this woman sort of looked at this wreath that she just spent a bunch of money on and and sort of you could see her brain thinking like oh really i just spent all this money on something that took somebody 10 minutes and my mom said that she wanted to at that point jump in uh and and you know tell the woman why she wasn't thinking about it properly because you know uh because I had, to, I had to cut the, the balsam to make the wreath out of, right? Like there's like, it wasn't just 10 minutes, but honestly, if you're talking, it depends on what wreath you're talking, but uh, you could in theory uh, cut the balsam for a wreath in two to five minutes. Um, the point is, is that I actually think that uh, this woman's instinct for why she was then thinking like, oh, you know, this is this thing no longer has as much value in my mind because it took you less time. <clears throat> and my mom's instinct to say, no, no, it does have that value because you're not fully accounting for the time. This is something that I see in the craft scene all the time where people try to inflate the value of what it is that they do um, by essentially trying to argue that it takes longer than you think. <laughs> just talking with my best friend about this who is an amazing oil painter um, he, he works very fast um, and it, it's a real struggle but the work is done fast and and we were talking and he was saying that he he struggles with that he struggles with sort of the the, the, the speed of it and the relative value of, of what he does um, and, I, and I was pointing out that it, I think that this is a problem that we who make things put ourselves in because, well, it's a double-edged sword. Actually, it cuts you both ways. When you are just starting out and <clears throat> you're not that good at something and you're not that fast, you convince yourself that the thing that you're doing should be worth more than it actually is worth because it took you so long, right? 
those of you who listen to are spoon carvers, when you start out carving a spoon and it takes you two, two and a half, three hours to carve a spoon, and you think to yourself, well, this spoon must be worth $50 because, you know, $40 because it, you know, I pay myself a living wage, which $20 barely is. Well then, you know, I have to charge that much, otherwise I just, it's not, you know, it's not worth, you know, it's not worth it for me to do it, you know, why am I, why am I doing it? And so you, you end up pricing yourself out of ever selling anything because you're asking way too much money for it. And so you get caught at the, at the, at the front end early on by this but in the opposite way, because then later on, when you do get really good at something, when you get really fast at something, and really good at it, and you're charging a lot of money for it, um, if you have constructed your framework of why the thing that you are selling is worth what you are selling it for, if you've constructed that framework around some idea of how much your time is worth, well then you end up shooting yourself in the foot later on because, because you will end up feeling guilty about how much you can charge for something. And so you end up penalized at the beginning because you're asking for too much and you end up penalized at the end because either you're asking too little or <clears throat> you feel guilty about it and, and you end up trying to convince people of the amount. Basically, my rule of thumb is if I find myself feeling like I need to justify to people what something is worth, um, then let me, let me make sure that my logic here is correct. Well, I'll just say it and I'll, I'll backtrack if I get it wrong. Then either you are charging too much and you should charge less because the fact that you feel the need to justify tells you that uh, tells you that something's out of alignment or you are or you are um, well no I think it always means that because <clears throat> when you're in the situation that I'm in at the farm now where you know it takes me 10 minutes to tie a wreath These reeds wholesale from 20 25 30 dollars depending on the size um, And And I basically have as much work as I can handle <clears throat> In two years my wreath prices will bump up because every year I bump up either the tree price or the wreath price or the greens wholesale price. When you're in that situation where you have as much work as you can handle, you know, my mom, it, basically it doesn't phase you, right? Like my mom, my mom said, oh, you know, her instinct was to jump in and, and tell this woman why the wreath, you know, was worth that much. And my instinct was basically like, well, if, if it doesn't, if the price is too much for her, then it's not for her. And that's okay. Like, you know, like, I, I don't need to sell it to her. I'll sell it to someone else. Like, it just doesn't matter. I don't ever want somebody to feel upset with how much they've paid. 
and people vary a lot in the world about how much money is worth to them, right? Depending on how much you're making. I know this because I've seen it in my own life. You make twice as much money and all of a sudden, your sense of how expensive something is really changes. And, and that's a good thing, right? And, and so essentially, uh, to my mind, whenever you find yourself, to, either to yourself or to someone else, defending your price, it means that your price is actually too high and that you should lower your price, counterintuitively, so that your demand is high enough that you, you feel like all of your work is selling. And, and then you can raise your prices. I've talked about this many times before, uh, you know, but essentially, oh, there are my dogs. Aww. They're skipping rocks on the river. How delightful. Um, maybe I'll park over there and walk into them. Right. It's if if you're if you are def, if you're if you're trying to rationalize why your price is what it is, that tells you that there's something wrong with your your pricing. That you should be charging less because when you when you are charging when you have enough work that your price is not the limiting factor on how much you're selling you just don't care about those arguments and the beautiful thing about that is that staying that way staying behind the the curve that way where you always have more work than you can handle means that if you continue to be able to raise your prices over time then you you very quickly get to a place where your price is way higher than you would have put it arbitrarily at the beginning. And yet, you feel completely at peace with it. Because you know that, well, that, that, uh, that it's not about convincing somebody what your time is worth. It, instead, it's it's just about um, it's just about supply and demand and and your time. And there's so much peace that comes with that. Um, it's a much more comfortable place to be. And I think when I was younger, I used to be much more in a place of, of trying to justify the, the price of something. And there have been other times in my life when I've ventured it. Usually when I'm venturing into some new situation, I don't necessarily know what the price is, should be, and where I have priced something too high. And then I find myself just trying to justify to somebody why the price is so high. Um, and And... What I've come to recognize is that that's always a tell. 
that I that I'm on the wrong side of that dynamic and when I'm on the right side of that dynamic there's such peace that comes with that it's really quite priceless all right I'm gonna go find my family and go skip some rocks on the river thank you for listening everyone and uh, we'll talk tomorrow